I'm Denise. She's a non-fiction editor. And I'm Louise. She's a fiction editor. And together, we're The Editing Podcast. Hello and welcome back to The Editing Podcast. So this time around, we're going to be talking about editorial conferences and why they're so worth going to. Oh, yes, they are worth it. (laughs) Yes. So every year, you and I go to the Chartered Institute of Editing and Proofreading's annual conference every year. Even during the COVID lockdown, we attended online. We did. And it was brilliant, though I must say I did miss the in-person aspect of it. Oh, so did I. I really, really did. But it does beg the question, do we really need to go every year? Surely we can do our jobs well enough without having to take time off from paid work to go to a conference of other editors. And we get it. When you run your own business, attending a conference is a big commitment. In fact, it's a double whammy. Taking time off to attend is time away from doing paid work and there are costs to the conference and travel to cover. Yeah, absolutely. But we both strongly believe that the benefits of attending more than outweigh the negatives. So here's why we'll be going again this year. And I just say, I can't wait to see you again. I mean, actually see you. I know I'm the same I actually can't wait I mean obviously we can see each other on the screen now but actual in-person seeing we haven't done that in far too long yeah I know I know (laughs) so let's leave the loving for then first let's talk about reason one to attend again and this is we don't know all there is to know about editing and proofreading exactly nobody does and if they claim to well what does that say about them yeah Even the most experienced, talented and knowledgeable of editors recognises that there's always something new to learn. There are new skills to develop or areas to improve upon, areas of editing to understand more deeply. The world is always changing. Technology, language, styles, preferences, marketing techniques. Yeah, and when you work alone, it can be difficult to keep up with everything. Conferences are a major source of new skills uh, and information or a way to strengthen the skills you already have to get a different perspective. I'll be attending the fiction workshops because I want to see how other editors are teaching it and see how that differs from and complements my own approach. Absolutely, yeah. And I'll be checking out the session on non-fiction developmental editing. Plus, there's a ton of other useful sessions on working with self-publishers, working with neurodivergent clients and the ethics of proofreading. Yeah, and, and I don't do romance editing, but Sarah Calfi, one of our former podcast guests, is presenting on, on that. Mm-hmm. And she's so knowledgeable about this area. And since sometimes a little bit of romance pops up in the thrillers I edit, I'm sure I can learn from, from her. Yeah, I'm sure you can, because she was absolutely brilliant when we spoke with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. The other thing about conference is that it's also a chance to keep up with the aspects of publishing or language or running a business that are changing. And I think for both of us, this is pretty core because that kind of CPD needs to be part of everyone's working life, regardless of how experienced you are. Yeah. And at the CIEP conference this year, the Reverend Richard Coles will be speaking. A writer, broadcaster, (laughs) priest, and former communard, no less. Come on, sing it. (laughs) Oh, my God, no. Harmony, stop. (laughs) Do not give up your day job, Harmony. Run away, run away, run away. (laughs) He was in Bronsky Beat, too, just saying. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, I don't think either of us will be making a contribution to the music industry anytime soon. But what we can do is use the conference to make a contribution to the profession. 
what a segue (laughs) (laughs) but you're absolutely right yeah a few years ago I ran two conference sessions on workplace health and ergonomics where I talked about the common physical problems we have as editors back neck and upper limb pain exercises and stretches to do at your desk plus a little bit about workstations I remember and it was perfect um because um you worked as a physiotherapist in the NHS for years before changing career did that make it easier yeah yeah definitely I think it did I mean I stuck to a topic that would be interesting to my colleagues but that I also felt confident about and this year I'll be doing a session on educational publishing because again it's my wheelhouse so even if I'm nervous at least I'm confident in my knowledge of the topic are you presenting this year because you usually do I'm doing a Q&A with the CIEP's chair, Hugh, on upgrading CIEP membership, but I decided not to do a fiction workshop this year. Moving house means I just haven't got time to prepare, so I decided to leave it. But in the past, I've taken the same approach as you and focused on topics I'm really comfortable with, branding, website market, and fiction line editing. Yeah. So if any of our listeners are thinking about not just attending conference, but are also presenting at one, have a think about whether there's something you're knowledgeable about (laughs) And that would be a benefit or interest to your colleagues. Yeah. So, for example, do you have fantastic web skills? Are you great at marketing? Or was your previous job as a tax consultant? Tax is always a popular topic for the self-employed. <laughs> it is. <laughs> or maybe you edit a niche topic or specialise in working with clients who are part of the same community as you. So our colleague Nick Taylor is a gay man who works with LGBTQ plus authors. And this year he's presenting on that topic at the CIEP conference from an editorial point of view. And we'll all learn loads from him, whatever our sexual um, orientation. Absolutely, yeah. And we know that standing up and talking in front of people isn't everyone's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. But there are loads of ways that you can contribute to making a conference a success without delivering a talk to a large group. So a few years back, I was one of several people who agreed to be a speed mentor. I did three 20-minute one-to-one sessions with colleagues where we chatted about one or more specific topics that I had listed. Some were about editing, but others were about healthy working, where I used my physio background again. Yeah, and there are many other ways you can help to make a conference a success. The amount of work that goes into planning these things, organising, running a successful conference, it, it's staggering. Mm. And so many offers of help, uh, uh, any offers of help rather, mm-hmm. are, are, are usually more than welcome. So you might offer to count votes at an AGM or hand out feedback sheets. Or be the unofficial tech person to help delegates with Wi-Fi issues or AV malfunctions. Oh. So another great reason to attend a conference is, of course, for the opportunity to meet other editors. It's a massive attraction for those of us who don't get out much. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, when you're freelance, it's easy to get a bit set in your ways, isn't it? To start, and, And you can start to doubt yourself and your skills or become fearful of change. By not venturing out of our comfort zones, we miss the opportunity to network with our peers who become our friends and sometimes even our clients. Yeah, yeah. And I actually think meeting up with colleagues is a vital part of being freelance. It's good for your mental health. And that's why I joined the CIEP right at the very beginning of my freelance career. Well, it was the SFEP then. It was because I needed to know that there was a group of people who I could learn from and socialise with. And because of that larger attendance at a conference, you're more likely to be able to meet face to face with people you've only known through social media, maybe even some of whom um, live so far away. It's just not practical to meet up outside that event. 
yeah like us yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and you can also catch up with colleagues that you've worked with on projects or chatted to on your editorial societies forum but never actually met Mm. that opportunity to network to cement those long-standing connections both personal and professional is the main purpose of the conference for some more experienced editors and that networking might lead to work because don't forget many editors are project managers who pull together freelance teams to work on large publishing projects you know we can ask do you know who they are more importantly mm. do they know who you are do you have skills that they should know about yep yep make a point of chatting to people who work in a subject field that you have expertise in or that you're interested in exploring give them your business cards and then follow up after the conference by connecting on linkedin and social media or via email Do they have a blog? Read it and comment. It's always appreciated. Or engage with them on social media. Reply to posts and share any interesting content they have. Networks and networking is such a huge part of attending a conference. And it's not about being pushy, is it? It's about making new friends and colleagues. Mm -hmm. And at some point in the future, when somebody is offered a book on acupuncture to edit, but they don't have the time, they might remember that Denise chatted about her previous work as a physiotherapist and pass on the client to her. Absolutely, yes. And yet another reason to go to conference is, of course, to have fun. Yay! It's not all serious stuff. And I love having the time to chat over drinks with such a diverse mix of funny and intelligent people. Don't forget your train journey, Cal. That's a big part of it too. I know it is. Oh, <laughs> you are so right. Being forced to sit and do pretty much nothing for several hours is a luxury eye saver. I can't do any work on trains because they make it makes me really sick. <laughs> uh, but I always treat myself to a first class ticket, bought 12 weeks ahead for a good price. And I enjoy the view out the window and maybe a podcast. And of course, on the return leg, I'll have a gin and tonic or two to celebrate a successful few days. <laughs> <laughs> I usually drive, but I, I do love the journey no I don't get to have the GNT obviously obviously (laughs) so is there another editors conference that you simply wouldn't miss or have you been thinking about going but not sure if it's worth the investment we think it is we recommend you go for it I remember having doubts and then I went to my first one and wondered why I'd waited so long (laughs) absolutely give it a go off you go so (laughs) that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening to us again if you'd like to help support the editing podcast you can join our patreon community for only three pounds a month yeah we'd love to have you on board so if you're interested hop over to patreon.com forward slash editing podcast we'll pop a link in the show notes for you in the meantime she's been denise and she's been louise join us again next time bye Bye.